This is The Geothermal Wire, a podcast by thinkgeoenergy.com. My name is Alexander Richter, and I'm the founder and editor. In this podcast, we provide an overview of the news we published from August 25th to 31st, 2015, which was sent out to our 3,500 email newsletter subscribers. To sign up for our newsletter, go to thinkgeoenergy.com newsletter. We are structuring this podcast to combine regional topics. This week, we reported on a number of uh, articles that have been published in connection with the, the report on financing of geothermal projects by the Climate Policy Initiative, which has received a lot of media attention, uh, particularly the fact that about $133 billion would be needed to finance develop, uh, and develop geothermal projects. We reported on the third geothermal dialogue, which was organized by CPI and the Climate Investment Fund, a geothermal roundtable in Vienna with several industry and organizational stakeholders. From Africa, we reported that the geothermal development company has finished a direct-use pilot project uh, for laundry services, milk pasteurization, fish and tomato farming, highlighting the fact that geothermal direct-use could be a great opportunity for Kenya. We provide an overview of the African Rift Geothermal Development Facility, RGEO, a GEF-funded project implemented by the UN Environment Programme. Kenjin received two prestigious industry awards at the East African Power Industry Awards in Nairobi, the Outstanding Clean Power Award and Excellence in Power Generation for its geothermal activities. I had the great opportunity to attend the Indonesia International Geothermal Conference uh, two weeks ago, and we reported on it uh, in, the, in the last couple of days. Um, the event was fantastic. It was a great, it received a lot of attention uh, by the media uh, and the Indonesian government, with the Indonesian president actually opening the event. We published a number of pictures of the trade show and the event on our Flickr page, uh, which you can find on flickr.com slash thinkgeoenergy. The Sarula Geothermal Project has announced that it seeks about 20, to fill 25 uh, job openings for its project, which should provide a number of opportunities for Indonesian and international players. In Australia, uh, Geodynamics uh, has reported that it will be plugging the wells and removing infrastructure at its Habanero project in the Cooper Basin, which is a sad end to that particular project. In New Zealand, uh, there is a new research being undertaken uh, to extract gold and silver from geothermal reservoirs in Taupo, where have large deposits of those precious metals have been discovered. Japan has been in the news again, uh, with Kyushu Electric announcing the start of operation of a 5 megawatt binary geothermal plant and its plans to double its geothermal power generation capacity by 2013. In the Philippines, the Biliran project in Leyte has secured a strong new partner with Emerging Power Incorporated. The company has taken over a 60% interest in the project and is now planning development on the north of the island with eyes of, uh, on further developments in the Philippines. Uh, in rather sad news, uh, TransAsia has announced that it has retracted its bid for contracts of the unified later geothermal plant, stating that its coal projects are cheaper and more economical for the company. This highlights the fact that in order to create a level playing field for renewables, it needs a price on carbon emissions. In a guest post this week, we also provided a history of geothermal development in the Philippines, which was provided by Guido Delgado. In reports on Central America and the Caribbean, uh, we wrote about Grupo CL and Lajio kicking off the Chinameca geothermal project in El Salvador, a 50-plus megawatt project with an investment cost of about $330 million. The Geothermal Latin America event uh, announced that the World Bank will be co-hosting the event. It will take place November 18th to 19th, 2015 in Managua, 
Nicaragua. ThinkG Energy partners with the event and offering a discount under the code GEOENERGY10 for 10% discount. In Europe and Middle East, we reported on Daltrup and Söhne, a German drilling company, uh, announcing two drilling contracts for geothermal district heating projects in Belgium and the Netherlands, and also indicating that it expects its Taufkirchen geothermal power project, a small binary plant with Kalina technology, near Munich in Germany, to start operation this month. Gudis Holdings in Turkey has announced it started its Unit 1 of the Affiliate Geothermal Power Project, bringing it 47.5 megawatt online. The fifth geothermal symposium in London, in the United Kingdom, was announced, which will take place October 15, 2015. In North America, the GRC annual meeting and the GEA Geothermal Energy Expo is about two weeks away, which will take place in Reno, Nevada, September 20th to 23rd. I'm very much looking forward to attend the event and meet as many companies as I can, and hopefully take some interviews back home that we can publish as part of podcasts on our website. The event will see a lot of interesting side events, among them workshops, the Young Geothermal Professional Dinner, an international luncheon, and the reception by the Women in Geothermal, the Wing Group. There will also be a direct use reception by, organized by Ken Gia. We also published an interview with Alison Thompson, the founder and chair of the Canadian Geothermal Energy Association, about the recent search and publicity for geothermal in Canada and her political ambitions running in the federal elections in October. From Hawaii, there are news that the governor of Hawaii announced a drive for 100% renewables, essentially abolishing fossil fuel-based electricity generation by 2045. With about 50% of the electricity in Hawaii used by U.S. military installation, the drive by the military for renewable power should make this a not unlikely target. Uh, in Mexico, there is currently taking place an industrial use forum uh, on opportunities in direct use of geothermal resources. We also announced the, uh, an international seminar on geothermal energy in Mexico and the world, which is organized by the Center for Innovation in Geothermal and the Mexican Geothermal Association, October 15, 2015, in conjunction with the IGA um, General Meeting and the Board Meeting in Morelia, Mexico, that I will attend as a board member, so hopefully we'll be reporting on that. In South America, uh, Enel Green Power announced the support of geothermal education at a local university in Chile. This is it with this podcast for this week. Uh, Join us again uh, next week with a report of this week. 